Hello and welcome to Deb's podcast. Today I wanted to discuss with you the importance of confession and the importance of receiving the Holy Eucharist. And during adoration today, I was able to read some references from at least two to three books on both topics and I wanted to share with you. And as I reflected this morning, I was lecture at Mass and um, in the book of Philippians, chapter 410, verses 19, I wanted to share with you the word epophrodatis. And epophrodatis means it's a fragrant aroma, acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. This is what we are supposed to be, a fragrant aroma, acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. Let that sink in for a little bit. In whatever situation you find yourself to be self-sufficient, live in humble circumstances. From the book of Luke, chapter 16, verses 9 through 15, be trustworthy in small and great matters. I think that's an important practice for all of us to follow. In the book, Frequent Confession, its place in special life, page 145, Benedict Bauer, Archabbot of St. Martin's Abbey in Beeron, Instruction and Consideration for the Frequent Reception of the Sacrament of Penance. This book, Frequent Confession, was originally published in 1922 under the title of Die Hofig Blight by Verlage Herder Gimbet at Freiburg, which I believe is in Germany. The first edition was published by St. Paul in London, 1959. And again, it was Published, republished in 1984 by Four Courts Press in Dublin. In chapter 12, paragraph 2, putting the care of your soul first is so important. I think more than anything in my lifetime, that is the one focus I've had about my spirituality as a woman. I've singled out that one important factor and that is placing my soul first and in making sure that it is master over the body that it grows in virtue and it draws near God and it strives after eternal salvation it's amazing to me how just in this one paragraph alone in this book gives us the exact direction we need as Catholics on how to live our life. Our self-love is perfectly ordered if we love ourselves for God's sake, that is, as children, as instruments of his glory. You and I are called to serve him, to work for him, to suffer in him, to receive and use his gifts and grow. 
to do his adorable will in all things. I thought that was tastefully stated. A well-ordered self-love becomes a holy hatred for us. We show hatred for ourselves when we punish ourselves for the sins we have committed. Counting, countering our inclination to sin and our sloth in doing good. Ordinary, with all our strength to do good. We show hatred from our body when we bring it under control and make it submit to the law of the spirit to reason and to the commandments and norms of the gospel. Self-hatred of this kind is a duty for us. And on page 148, self-love is the deep cause of all of our sins. It is the deep cause of all of our faults. It is the deep cause of our unfaithfulness. Self-love is the enemy of God and the enemy of Christ in love of neighbor. St. Paul goes on to tell us true charity is kind. Envy it not and seek it not her own. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-5 Self-love makes us insecure, unprincipled, two-faced, moody, dissembling, mean. It is often the source from which hysterical behavior originates. Self-love lives with only one soul and that is narrow, small, and wretched. The more anyone loves himself with this inornate self-love, the more he is his own enemy. On page 150, frequent confession will help us greatly to deepen our knowledge of ourselves. We should learn how much in bondage, enslaved, we all are to evil seeking. Hatred to ourself is necessary if we want to be disciples of Christ. On page 151, confess frequently, especially the power of confession as a sacrament. Through it, you will have the strength of cherishing You will have the strength of Christ, who is always our leader in the fight against sin. Conception Cabrera de Armida, in her book I Am, in the Eucharistic Meditations on the Gospel, beautifully stated this at the end of her book. The Eucharist is the memorial of the surrender that the Father made of his divine Son to men. This is why the Eucharist celebrated, received, adored, and lived is the most perfect act of love from men to God. As a response to this highest manifestation of divine love, Mary, the Blessed Mother, teaches us to be obedient also to his divine son, her divine son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. From the book of John, Chapter 14, verse 6. And lastly, in the book Holy Hour of Reparation, copyright 2009, angelispress.org, 
the promises made by Christ. This is important for us to know. I promise thee excessive mercy of my heart that my all-powerful love will grant to all those who on the first Friday in nine consecutive months the grace of final penitence they shall not die in my disgrace nor without receiving the sacraments my divine heart shall be their refuge in their last moment so we have these beautiful reflections in these books for today to think about as Christians and we have a big decision to make how we want to live our life do we want to live it fully in Christ do we want to follow faith do we want to follow Christ faithfully this is an important reflection and I think deep down we all know the answer as to what we want we just have to work towards that answer in giving Christ all of us we have to die to ourselves in order to live in him